I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, a physician and voice technology futurist. Voice First Technology is rapidly becoming the operating system of our lives, and it will completely revolutionize the way we experience healthcare. Let's talk voice. Voice First Health, the future of health is voice. Hey there, and welcome to this week's episode of Voice First Health. So happy to have you along with me this week. As you know, if you've been following along, last week was a really, really busy week and a fantastic week for me. I was over at the Hims conference in Orlando where there was a major healthcare technology conference. I was actually part of the Intelligent Health Pavilion, and we put on a full-day educational conference highlighting the innovations and the different types of developments that are occurring in voice technology and healthcare. It was fantastic. We had a tremendous lineup of speakers, and I'll be speaking more about that in the coming weeks. However, the other thing I was doing there was also some live podcasting. And what I've decided to do now is take some of those podcasts that were done live and now produce them as podcast episodes so that if you weren't able to tune in live, you don't miss out. And so today I've got Dr. Sandhya Pruthi, who is with the Mayo Clinic. And if you don't know about Dr. Pruthi and the work that she is doing and the work that Mayo Clinic is doing, you need to check it out, particularly if you are interested in voice technology, because the Mayo Clinic really, truly is a leader in this area. They have multiple skills. They have a special, unique relationship to provide first-party content for Amazon. It is incredible what they are doing. So uh, let's get right into it. I want to introduce you to Dr. Sandhya Pruthi. I'm sure you will enjoy this interview. And again, this is a recording of a live podcast that was done at HIMSS on February 13th. So here we go. Hello and welcome to this episode of Voice First Health. It's Terry Fisher here and I have a special guest with me live at Hims. We have Dr. Sandhya Pruthi, who is the Associate Medical Director for Content Management and Delivery for Global Business Solutions. And as well, she is the Chief Medical Editor for mayoclinic.org. So it's a pleasure to have you with me today, and I'm glad that you're taking some time to chat with us. Perhaps first off, I could ask you to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit more about you and what you do. Thank you, Terry, and it's a pleasure to be here at this awesome, amazing conference. Um, I have um, a couple roles at Mayo Clinic. I am a clinician, and I see patients, but I also um, wear the hat of the chief medical editor for our mayoclinic.org website, as well as the um, role in content management and delivery in um, global business solutions. So really... um, a lot of what I do is focused around Mayo's knowledge. And for years, 150 years, Mayo Clinic is um, well known for their um, trusted uh, in health information and um, accuracy of health information on um, print and then digital, mobile. And now we are pursuing other opportunities for where we think um, our content can also be um, moving where the technology is moving, and that's in the space of voice. 
That's great. So uh, sounds like you've got some really important roles at Mayo Clinic. It's, it's like I say, you're, you're a leader in this. And of course, I want to get into the voice aspects of the technology. I know that you're giving some, uh, some talks tomorrow. We can get into that as well. But first of all, maybe we can go back to the idea of voice, why this is important, why Mayo Clinic feels that this is such a uh, an important area to be getting into, and then we can get into some of the th- specific things that you are doing at Mayo in the voice space. So um, we have been um, watching the trends in the use of search and the voice, and it is predicted that in the next um, five to ten years that more than 50% of people will search using a voice-activated device, either their smartphone or a voice-activated um, device such as um, a Amazon or, or Google to get information about healthcare. And so um, knowing that, I think it's important um, where Mayo fits into this is understanding that we know our users are going to seek their information and healthcare from different channels um, and knowing that voice will be a um, popular and also a well-utilized um, source of getting health information. So we needed to be ready and prepared to be in this space. So we actually did a very nice early um, uh, work in the voice space by developing a Mayo Clinic first aid with Amazon Alexa. That's fantastic. And I know that's actually gotten a lot of press and at the various other voice conferences, I know that has been spoken about a fair bit. Could you dive into that a little bit and tell us how that first aid skill works? So um, it's like if you were to buy a phone and you were downloading an app, you would do the similar thing with um, Amazon. You would download the Mayo Clinic First Aid app on your um, device, which would give you access to Mayo Clinic content uh, that spans 50 different first aid topics, um, such as fever, burn, or um, chest pain. We wanted to make sure that um, we were able to give um, trusted information that would help the user with not only self-treatment, but when to seek urgent or emergent care. That's fantastic. And I know here in the iHome, uh, in the Intelligent Health Pavilion, uh, they've got a very interesting and unique way of simulating some common homes in the, uh, or some common rooms in the home. And I know that they're featuring the, uh, the first aid skill here. Uh, I know as well that you are, or Mayo is providing a lot of the medical content for Alexa when people query different uh, issues. Can you comment on that and the process behind that and what you're doing as far as that goes? Well, just to go back to the Mayo First Aid, that gave us an opportunity to understand how we needed to condense the content that's available today on the web and create uh, in such a way that it was conversational. And uh, again, um, being able to search and get a a single answer or response um, took some skills. Uh, learning curve and um, we achieved that quite nicely and and being able to provide a very um, uh, well utilized um, Mayo Clinic first aid app and that kind of led us to um, continue to work in this space with Amazon and have now been able to provide 8,000 concepts around health conditions that um, will help the user get information from 
the first party use rather than just a third party use and that information can be anything from um, someone who might ask, what, is, um, what are the symptoms of lung cancer? Or how do I, tr- um, what are the symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis? Um, how do you treat rheumatoid arthritis? And so we really worked hard to create um, good content, again, delivering it in a condensed format because the user is looking for information that will um, be succinct, but also um, accurate and um, short answers that are um, able to give them useful information. That's great. Um, one of the things that you mentioned, which I think is really a unique position for Mayo to be in, is the idea of the first person information through Alexa versus the third person. Because as, as I'm sure a lot of the listeners will know, you have to enable skills typically to then interact with whoever has created that skill. But when you've got the first person interaction and the person can ask a question without enabling a specific skill and it just comes back and it says Mayo Clinic says whatever the answer is, that's a very unique position. And I think that's important because of, of where your information comes from. Can you maybe comment on like why, why did Amazon create that kind of partnership with Mayo? I think, again, it goes back to um, being able to provide trusted health information. And um, Mayo Clinic is a, um, the largest um, integrated um, group practice and provides um, health care needs for patients. But we also um, want to translate that to the consumer and be able to provide good health content that can be um, used by our consumers. And so we think that having that um, reputation and and being able to deliver um, quality and high health, high quality health care made it um, a good relationship for us to move with um, Amazon into this um, space in, in terms of voice. So you've got this great partnership with Amazon and you've got the, the Alexa skills and you've got the first party information. Are you limited to just the Amazon platform? Or are there plans to move into other platforms as well? We're, um, we're early in this space, and we are looking at other opportunities where we can also um, utilize the, the Mayo um, voice content in other platforms. Great. Now, one of the other things, I know you've got an incredible amount of information on your website at mayoclinic.org and that's that's an incredible resource lots of valuable information people um, go there all the time in converting that information from that type of format the written format to a voice format uh, how was that process was it easy was it challenging what did you encounter we're fortunate at Mayo that we have a very um uh, awesome team of editorial staff who who actually led the um, the work in um, being able to take that content and create um, conversational um, co- uh, information that was going to be again in the best format that we would be able to provide accurate and first response a single response um, to a question and so it um, it took some um, time working with the content and realizing um, how we had to uh, get the information um, in 
sometimes two to three hundred characters so that it would fit within that voice content um, uh, delivery. And you really have to um, have a dedicated team who um, was willing to learn this new way of um, preparing content and then delivering it and then continue to be able to do this for much more uh, information that we have available in, in terms of our health information library. So it sounds like there's this whole new um, field that's opening up, and I've heard this from a number of people, of voice, uh, vo uh, VUI design, voice user interface design, which is different than written uh, uh, than the written word, which is very interesting. So it's, it's nice to hear that there's a whole sort of team behind this now, an editorial team that is, that is uh, optimizing that for, for voice. Are you able to comment a little bit about the future plans and a roadmap for what Mayo has in store in terms of voice technology and healthcare? So um, we think of it in sort of three different pillars, and, and you've heard about where we are with providing um, voice content around um, uh, the consumer, the, the, the needs of the, the healthcare consumer. But we think that the next place to, to start looking at is how can voice help us in improving the provider-patient um, efficiency among, in, in the clinic, for example. And... Um, the third pillar that I think is um, even more exciting is voice as a diagnostic tool or a biomarker to detect um, certain diseases. I agree with you. I think that that third pillar is remarkable. The first one, in terms of uh, you know patient efficiency, is is great, and you know whether it's going to be helping a doctor chart and be able to spend more time with their patients. Uh, the diagnostic tool element, I, I agree with you. I think that's where there's some really fascinating stuff. I've even heard some people refer to voice as potentially another vital sign. Um, and I know that Mayo Clinic has done some work with some companies that are looking at uh, vocal biomarkers, whether it's risk of coronary artery disease. Um, are you able to comment a little bit more about that type of work? Yeah, absolutely. Um, in the summer of um, 2018, um, we uh, we had a publication in our Mayo Clinic Proceedings Journal about the work that our cardiovascular um, team at Mayo looked at how they could um, detect choice changes in the voice signal and intensity amongst patients who were having um, a coronary angiogram and were able to detect a correlation between these um, voice signal changes and um, the that, the, that this could correlate with a higher risk of having a, a heart attack or a coronary event. And so um, could this be potentially also opening the door as a tool for um, taking care of patients at a distance or remotely? Yeah, that... I you know, of, of all the studies and uh, everything I've heard about voice technology and healthcare, that's one of the things that intrigues me the most, whether it's predicting coronary events or cognitive decline through way, the way people are speaking or, or mood disorders. I think there's a huge, huge area here. Um, in general, well, maybe I'll just wrap up here with one more question. Like, are, are you able to sort of Put on your, uh, I don't know, your, your futuristic visionary hat for a second. And where do you think we're going with voice technology over the next couple of years? Maybe, you know, three, five, maybe even extend out as far as 10 years. Any ideas there? I think it would be really exciting if we could go um, into the personalized approach to um, healthcare and voice. Um, what if voice could... Um, 
could help us say, for example, to a through a, a search item, um, how do I um, get the care I need for this condition? And then how do I make the appointment uh, or help me make the appointment for this uh, um, specialist? And um, or even more, if the the voice could take us to the next level of tracking um, our changes in our blood pressure over time or our heart rate over time and predict that maybe um, this needs an intervention and to um, seek um, medical care uh, because of um, these trends in, in healthcare in, in your biomarkers or your biometrics and be able to um, provide more of a personalized approach to the um, healthcare journey. Yeah, very, very exciting stuff. It, I think we're in for a real treat, and I think that, uh, you know, it might not be in the next year, but I think in the next three to five years, we're going to see some major, major trans, uh, transformative things happening in healthcare. Um, Dr. Preeti, thanks so much for, for joining me. Um, maybe you could tell the listeners where would be a good place to go if they want to learn more about what you and Mayo Clinic is doing. Uh, what are some links or um, uh, any other resources? Yeah, um, I think um, it's always helpful if you um, want to go on mayoclinic.org and you can actually see we have um, a chat box there that actually helps you actually get some of the first aid content, again, using voice off of the website. So that would be another place to kind of see what we're doing. Perfect. Well, again, thanks so much for spending some time. Uh, It's a pleasure to meet you in person for the second time. And um, I look forward to sharing the stage with you tomorrow. I know you're giving a keynote uh, talk here uh, at at HIMSS. And um, I'm sure it's going to be very well received. I've heard you speak before. And I know you've got lots of great stuff coming coming our our way. So thanks again. Thank you very much, Terry, for, for having me on the show. So there you go. Mayo Clinic, like I said, is at the forefront of what's going on in voice technology and healthcare. And you can see from what Dr. Pruthi shared, uh, just some of the things, just a little taste of what it is that they are doing. You can access the show notes and links to uh, things that Dr. Pruthi mentioned at voicefirsthealth.com slash 27. So I encourage you to check that out. And I will be bringing you more podcasts that were done at Hims over the next couple of weeks. I look forward to that. And as always, I, I look forward to your feedback and your discussions that we can have about these issues uh, on Twitter at Dr. Terry Fisher, D-R-T-E-R-I-F-I-S-H-E-R. All right. Talk to you again next week.